All right, welcome in to the Everybody Loves Football podcast today. My name is Greg, got Matt and Grant on the show. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Impact Train Horns. Make sure you guys go to Impact Train Horns, use the Googler, and go to impacttrainhorns.com and use the code RACING to get a discount today. Um, man, we're going to go through a recap of week six in the NFL. I'll talk about the games here. I'm going to go th- run through them here, and then we'll discuss it. Starting with that awful one on Thursday night, uh, the the bear we had the Bears and the Commanders. Commanders beat the Bears on that one. Boy, what a snoozer that was! God, uh, San Francisco laid an egg against Atlanta. A lot of injuries in that one. They lost fourteen to twenty eight. New England throttled the Browns 38, 38 to fifteen. Packers dropped the ball again. They lose to the Jets. Colts and the Jaguars had a good one. The Colts come through successful in that one. The Vikings defeat their former quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, in Miami. The Bengals and the Saints had an exciting game. Um, Joe Burrow came back to play in the Superdome. They they beat the Saints. Saints look a little bit better than I thought they were going to. Well, um, it's probably because Jameis Winston's not a quarterback. <laughs> there could be some truth to that. I, I just think he's too much of a flake. That's my opinion. No, I'm I'm not. Bucci's our Bucci's our resident Jameis Winston fan here. You're not. You're, he likes him. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. Then we had I, uh, um, the Giants defeating the Ravens in a stunner. Giants are five and one. Raise your hand if you saw that coming. No, nobody should have their hands up right now. <laughs> not not even fans in New York. No, that, the only show. the only way the only way I saw it could possibly happen is if Saquon Barkley was uh was was back and healthy and the Saquon Barkley that he was, and it sure kind of seems that way. You know, yeah, I'm, they're do, they're doing it on multiple levels though. Like their defense yeah. isn't horrible, their offense is okay. I mean, they're just it's. I think it's a product of good coaching. I think I think so a, too. Coach of the year Dable, so far. Yeah. Coach yeah, of the year. Brian Dable's been awesome. The Buccaneers, holy cow, we need to get into that one. That's going to be a big topic on today's show. Buccaneers fall to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Rams beat the Car- or beat the Panthers. The Cardinals fall to the Seahawks. Another feel-good story on the season. G- Geno Smith playing really good this year. The Bills and the Chiefs had a good one. Uh, Bills come out successful on that one. feel like uh, Kansas City always hosts that game. Like I-, I tweeted it. Is is it just not possible that Buffalo can't host this game? Is this only allowed to play at Arrowhead Stadium because I feel like every time these two teams meet up, it's in Kansas City. Well, in the playoffs last year, did, did Kansas City have the better, better record? Isn't that yeah, why well, they played? Well, last year, but I, I'm talking about when they play in the regular season. You know, here's a crazy stat for you. You know, Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. What's oh, that right? That's well, awesome. you know. That's why that's why it pays to have the best record. <laughs> I mean, you could technically say he's played road playoff games when he's been in the Super Bowl because those are neutrals, neutral fields. But when well, he's been in the playoffs, it's been in Arrowhead Stadium every time. Well, did you see that one stat that he has there's 41 games in a row until the Buffalo game, 41 games that he's been at quarterback that Kansas City was favored at Arrowhead? They were they were favored forty one games in a row until this week. Buffalo was favored by two point five. I mean, it makes sense. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks there are in the NFL. I mean, now you could maybe make a statement for Josh Allen. That's so exciting to see these two guys go up because it's starting to feel it's now we're starting to get that rivalry feel. I think it's to the point where we can say it's a rivalry, right? Yeah. When you see, it's starting to feel like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning to me. Yep. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I think that it, it was it was the biggest game I mean, for Jim Nance and Tony Romo to be emceeing. It had to be the biggest game by far. I like how Tony Romo, did you see the part where he was talking about the beginning of the game where they were saying how, well, could this be a really high scoring game? And Tony Romo said, this doesn't seem like it's going to be a high scoring game to me. He said, it feels, this has the feels of like a 24 to 20 game. He Isn't that right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I remember saying to my cousin, I said, what if this game ends like six to three? Of course, I was way off. But I mean, I'm not surprised it was a little lower scoring. Uh, They kind of kept each other off the field. I don't know. It was it was it was an odd game. It was it was the defense played well. Both defenses played well. 
Yeah, I, mean, I think that's why – I mean, that's why I went towards Buffalo because their defense is really good and their offense is really good. That's why they're the scariest team in the NFL to me. I know the Philadelphia Eagles who beat the Cowboys this weekend are 5-0 and but or 6-0, and but I, I just have that feeling if the Eagles and the Bills went up and they played each other 10 games, wouldn't, don't you feel like the Bills are going to win nine of them? Like, yeah. I feel like – I don't feel like they match up. I feel like I feel like Buffalo is much better than than Philadelphia. The only reason why I'd say eight is if there was turnovers or something, or Josh Allen got hurt. <laughs> Swear to God, that guy's a kamikaze man. Oh man, that guy! I bet every time he takes up on a run, his coach cringes just a hair. Yeah, th- that's the only possible thing that could stop Buffalo is if they get hurt. I don't see anybody in the AFC who's capable of beating them. Like I look at teams like Baltimore, I think, well, they got a good team, but Baltimore keeps shooting themselves in the foot. Somehow oh my God. they keep finding ways to lose. They had a 10 point lead again this week against the New York football giants and found a way to squander that. Well, Buffalo would be undefeated if they didn't have like four defensive backs out during my, against Miami, you know, that, that's what killed them. That Josh Allen couldn't get on the field. There was that, and I also think that playing in Miami in that heat, the humidity oh, yeah. was a factor. And this, they're out on the sideline; they're facing the heat. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a home field advantage. Trust me, as a Patriots fan, I've seen the Patriots go down there in Miami when the Patriots are one of the best teams in the NFL, and they can't beat them. It's just if it, I was yeah, away, they play on the same field. But if it's, I was it, an away it, team, I'd I'd bring tents. I'd I'd have tents cover them. Is that against the rules? Can they have? Can they have tents cover themselves? I don't so know. The, is that good, not? It's okay. That's a good question. I don't. I don't know the specifics. Maybe they. Of that. Maybe they don't do it so because the fans need to see the players on the sideline. I don't know. But I. I just. I mean, my God. I mean, I would do whatever I could to keep my players from getting freaking heat stroke down there. That's crazy. And then what about the crazy game we saw last night on Monday Night Football? Holy cow! Can I? make a petition that we no longer have the Chicago Bears and the Denver Broncos on primetime football games. Like, I can't take any more of this. They, they are the two least exciting teams to watch in the NFL. And we had them back-to-back on Thursday night, and now we have them back-to-back on Monday night because you have the Bears next week on Monday Night Football. I don't understand why they're even on there, unless Chicago has a huge – TV rating there. I don't understand because there was no way at the beginning of the year they thought they were going to have a good team. They put teams on Monday night football that do well. You know, they don't put sleepers on there. I, I don't understand what they're, they're what they're why they did that. I don't get it. I mean, imagine how Thursday night football feels. There's an Amazon paid a big, a big expensive penny here to get these games on Thursday night. And how do they get rewarded? They get rewarded with back-to-back games from the Colts and the Broncos, which is an absolute snoozer. And then you have this one which somehow found a way to be even worse. I mean, they, they can't, I don't know who is Thursday night this upcoming week. They can't be looking forward to it. I mean, is are people watching this game now and clamoring for Thursday night? You got New Orleans versus Arizona. That that doesn't scream exciting to me either. I am so I am so over um Kyler Murray. I just his video game thing came up again. They well, say in, the, a, in the locker room, he's just always playing video games. Yeah, that, that is some trash, man. I, 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 you know, I don't know why that keeps coming up. I know I've heard a lot of people. They say that about Kings, the Aaron Fox too. How well, if, if you were playing video game, if you weren't playing video games, he'd be a better player. Isn't, <laughs> he, a, isn't he a great player? <laughs> the Aaron Fox. Yeah. Right. No. I mean, I would say he's comparable to Keegan Murray. I mean, or not Keegan Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Help me out here, Kyler Murray. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray. Neither one of them really have done much. They're still young. I, I just I don't even like listening to Kyler Murray talk. I it just almost <laughs> I, I feel I feel like he doesn't even care. It just he just acts like he doesn't care. Sp- spoken like a true 49er fan. I mean, <laughs> I mean. I mean, I, I have I have respect. I mean, I hate the I hate I, I truly dislike the uh, Cowboys, but I have a lot of respect for Dak Prescott for some reason, and I have respect for this second stringer that did so well um, until but, last week. But yeah, well, no, I was happy they lost because I wanted Philadelphia to win. 
but uh, but Kyler Murray just seems so flippant. He just doesn't seem like he even cares, you know. So who who gets fired first, Nathaniel Hackett over in Denver or Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona? Because I feel like both of them are starting to roast. Okay, I hate to say this. Oh, Hackett, I'm see. I hear what you're saying. I don't know. There's no way Nathaniel Hackett survives the season. No way. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Denver's already starting to call for his head. His offense is awful. Now you got Melvin Gordon, who's pissed off at him, and liking tweets saying that get him out of Denver because of his benching. Um, dude, this, this is just this is just bad in Denver right now. I, I mean, they got a phenomenal defense. I love Bradley Chubb. He's one of the best defensive players out there. They've got talent on the defensive end. But that offense between Russell Wilson, I know you've seen the plays where you've seen the photos where there's people wide open that he is not throwing to. Something is not working in his head right now. His his ability is not working right. He's not making the passes he used to do. It's just not working right now in Denver. And I something's got to change. Nathaniel Hackett has not impressed me at all. I know your your Denver fans are furious with him. It just seems like he's going to get the boot to me. I, he's losing these games. And now they're two and four in a division that we all talked about how big that division was going to be with Kansas City and the Raiders and the Chargers and the Chiefs. And it just looks like right now Kansas City is just going to run them all over and nobody else really has any teeth. Maybe you can I, make a statement. Chargers are okay, but the other two look really bad right now. I wasn't imp- I wasn't impressed with um, with Herbert last night except for, except for a couple passes. I, I mean, I know he doesn't have much time to pass. He his I don't know his line. He can't. He can't. He doesn't have any time. And I'm sure he's that's also, a lot to do with it. He's also missing a lot of weapons too right now. Yeah. I mean, I I was surprised with some of his decision making. There was one play where those two guys wide open on the left side, and he went over the middle. You know, and all he needed was a first down, and the guy over the middle wasn't open at all. So I that was a bad decision. And he was looking right at him, too. And he changed his mind. That, that was a poor decision. But, you know, they're not perfect. <laughs> you know, who knows what you'd feel like in that position. But I think just because of, I don't know, it seems like Kingsbury is like the golden child for some reason. I don't know why. I really don't know why because he has had a terrible college coaching record. I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. Hackett has a great pedigree. I mean, his his uh, father was an excellent coach. Um, I don't know. It's that uh, you know, is it is it Hackett or is it Russell Wilson's poor, poor decision making? I know Hackett's made some poor decisions at end of the game at end of games, but Russell Wilson is all was supposed to be the savior, and I don't think I mean, the- it's good at all. The only time they've broken 20 points is when they lost to the Raiders. Otherwise, they've been scoring 16, 16. I think what did they score this week? 16. I think three times they've had 16 points. They can't get past that. Their issue is they get into the red zone, and they can't score. They can't get that touchdown, that elusive touchdown. Yeah. And I don't know who you point at. Maybe it is Russell Wilson. But I tend to think when you've seen a guy who's got a resume of what he can do, and he's got former Super Bowl champion, and you've got a guy who's a, new, a newcomer and a new coach out there. I think it's just easier to look at the guy who's done it before and say, okay, you, you're in a bad situation. And I think he – honestly, I think he is. I, I've been, I have not been impressed with Nathaniel Hackett. From the start, I mean, I'll be honest, I was jaded from him with that terrible call in the Seattle on Monday Night Football. That, that was, yes, that was a bad call. That was bad. I agree. Ever since, I just look at that guy, and I'm like, there's not much working up there anymore. And he really hasn't done anything to prove me differently. He, he's been a lot of mistakes that I've seen from him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he coached prior. I, I'm sure he was an assistant somewhere. Do you know where he was assistant at? I'll pull that up right now. Um, they're losing to teams that they can't be losing to either. That's yeah. what's concerning. You lose to the Colts. You lose a division game to the Chargers. Um, you well, lose to the, yeah, I, didn't, to the I didn't think they beat the Chargers. I don't know. The Chargers are winning games by the skin of their teeth right now. They're lucky they have a winning record. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator with Green Bay last year. Okay. Well, look at Green Bay this year. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you look at the, he's the offensive coordinator and his offense is 
bringing a blistering well, maybe it's points. the difference between Rodgers and Wilson, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's this year has just been so, so odd. It doesn't make sense. You know, Ro- up is Russell- down, black is white. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's just weird. Weird. Russell Wilson started that quarter, the half 10 for 10. And then ever yeah. since he, ever since we went into the, the second half, he went three of 15 for a whopping 15 yards. Yeah, the Oof. first quarter, the first quarter, they looked wonderful. I thought, oh, crud. Uh, they looked great. They looked like, he looked like Russell Wilson, and then something happened. Yeah, was I mean, they play came calling? Out, was, did he audible? I don't know. Who knows? They came out to a 10-0 to run and then just let the Chargers dictate that game. That, that game was brutal. I mean, I had every feeling. I'm like, oh, God, this is going overtime. Isn't it was it? very difficult to watch. And, 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 you know, and I don't usually say that about the NFL. But this year, there's been more games like this than I've ever seen, by far. By yeah, far. It's, the, it's the clunkers. I mean, yeah, they're exciting. I mean, like I told you, I said in the group chat yesterday, I said, at least it's exciting, I guess. I mean, I would rather have close. it. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have it a close game than have the score 42 to zero, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, yeah of course. But at least I'd see, at least I'd see some, some outstanding play by some, at least one team and say, oh, that's impressive. Here I'm seeing two tame teams that are just making mistake after mistake, and it's close. Yeah, that makes it exciting at the end, but most of the game, I mean, we were texting each other saying, what the heck's going on here? This is pretty boring, you know? I've always said in the past, too, that I like to see a good 7-3 to three game every once in a while where you see defenses just show yeah. up. Oh, see, yeah, no, I agree. The offense is strong. I'd rather see 7-3 to three than 48-54. to 54. But I like yeah. to see an offense look competent. Just look like the offense is struggling. I don't want to see a team like the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. You can't convince me that defense is that amazing. I think that offense just keeps tripping and falling over themselves. Add Ron Rivera to the coaches who could easily be fired. I mean, Ron Rivera is another. Oh one yeah, who- well he's 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 kind of a cancer right now. I, I and I hate to say that because the poor guy had cancer. I was I was gonna say. Oh, <laughs> I, I know that was the wrong thing to say, but I'm just saying. You don't, you don't say that's not the, these are men. You don't motivate men like that by saying, yeah, it's, it's the quarterback play. I mean, that's just directing it right at Carson Wentz. It's not all Carson Wentz. But that's completely inaccurate. In that game, in that game, uh, the quarterback of the bears helped me. What's his name? Justin Fields. He, at when he made that run at the end, he should have never, he should have tried to bowl his way into the end zone because I knew when he got out at the three that they weren't going to get in. He just should have <laughs> kept running as hard as he could. I thought, all right, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this game. And then four and out. That, that shows you how bad that game was when you're down at, there's like the three or four yard line. You got first and goal. And they, they couldn't get it. They, and that was a four-down drive, too, and they could not get it. Were, the they, were they behind by four or were they behind by three? They were down by five. It was seven they're to 12. Five. Okay. So they had to go for a touchdown. Okay. I just thought, <laughs> well, okay. And then he didn't go, and I go, oh, crap. Pull up the stats here. I mean, you look at the stat. I got the stats up here between that game. Justin Fields, 14 of 27, 190 yards and a touchdown. He was – Pretty much 50% passing. Yeah. The guy who won the game, the quarterback that won that game, did not break 100 yards passing. He had 99 passing yards. That you know, is not exciting to watch. It's And it's surprising because the NFL has turned into a passing league. I don't know how – I don't know how these teams are winning with that many – It's, I guess defense and obviously playing a team that's not very good, but – I, I would have never thought that a team with only with less than 100 yards passing, how many yards did he have? 99. He was 12 of 22 for 99 yards. In the modern NFL, I don't see how a team could win with 99 yards passing. You because know. Chicago's just as bad. I, like yeah. I said, but he Justin, did have 190. I don't like Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, I, and don't, I'm, I, don't, I agree. I've been an advocate for Carson Wentz. I'm like, he's not that bad. No, I'm starting to 
I'm starting to change my opinion a little bit on him. And he I mean, did have greatness. He wasn't he MVP one year. He he was going to be, or he I don't know if he was MVP. It was that year where they went to the Super Bowl and Nick Foles took over. Did, yeah. I don't think he got MVP that year, did he? I was close. He yeah, had an outstanding I think we, year. I don't know what happened after that. I don't know. I don't. That just the whole thing doesn't make sense. No, he did not get the MVP that year. Okay. Um, was it Tom Brady? I think it was Tom Brady who got it in 2017. Oh, that guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> got, got a couple of things to talk about with that guy. You brought you brought him up. Let's let's change the topic to Tom Thomas Edward Brady here. Uh, a lot of people are talking about the fact that he was at practice or did not make practice Friday. He was at uh, Robert Kraft's wedding. Um, personally, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I've seen a lot of people who are furious that he skipped practice. It was like, okay, if this wasn't Tom Brady, then they would have never let him out, not let him go to practice. But just because it was Tom Brady, he got to go. And then look what happens. They lose to the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I don't think you can really blame the fact that he wasn't at practice and wasn't there. I, I think the no. fact that they lost to Pittsburgh helped honed in on the issue and created a bigger problem than it probably should be. But, man, Tampa Bay is not good. Tampa Bay is not a good team. They're three and three, and the Green Bay Packers are three and three. You want to talk about parity? We talk about it in our, in NASCAR and stuff. You got you got teams like Geno Smith, who's three and three, and the Atlanta Falcons who are three and three. And would you not take both those teams right now over Green Bay and Tampa Bay? Oh yeah, no. Atlanta's defense looks good. They look good. Yeah, at least they've got some sort of fight. Tampa Bay yeah. looks like they have no fight to them. And Marky, Marcus Marietto's got new life. Yeah, it blows me away. I mean, I'll be honest. I think that probably the Niners lost that game more so because of the injuries. I don't think – I mean, when I looked at that, I looked at all the injuries that they have. You they look couldn't at guys stop like, them. They couldn't stop them. <laughs> look at the guys that San Francisco has who are out right now and, and, and put that team up against the 49ers team who's playing right now. Like, that would be a good game. Yeah. There are talented were all those, players. Were all those guys those in the game when they were all those guys that were hurt? Did they play in the Rams game? Uh, I can't. I mean, not all of them. Was Bosa in the Rams? Bo- game? Bosa did play in the Rams game. I think that's where he got hurt. Oh yeah, because he was he was destroying the Rams. Yeah, I mean, just too many losses for the 49ers right now. Yeah, and you know, on, and they've got to start. They have to start considering all that because they keep having guys getting injured. I think. Kittle is never going to be the guy he was. I don't think he is anymore. I mean, he's, I don't think he can do it. He'll have his moments, but he won't be the force that he's been, was before. I just don't see it. I mean, why do you, why do you think that San Francisco's got so many injuries? Is it the training staff? Is it like, this seems like a curse to them every year that they've got the talent to be a Super Bowl, a perennial Super Bowl team, but they always get hurt. You're always looking at quarterbacks like Nick Mullins come out. Now you got Trey Lance who's hurt. And, I mean, I could go on. Nick Bosa, so many of them are hurt right now. Why do you think you got Trent Williams out? You got Eric Armstead out. Why, why is it that this is a thing that happens every year in San Francisco? Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Was spring was spring training or uh, summer football, was it, was it not as long this year? No, I think it was. I think it, it was started regular. in July. Yeah, yeah. I guess last year it was it was less time. Uh, well, I know these guys are still working out. They're still beasts out there. Maybe it's just they're getting stronger, and the injuries they're getting are injuries. I mean, you cannot strengthen a knee joint. You can't strengthen a shoulder and an elbow or an ankle. You can strengthen your muscles, but you can't strengthen your joints. And if you got stronger people, bigger people hitting those parts of people's bodies, you know, something's got to give. I, I, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if it's just a course of bad luck or the human body just can't take it anymore. I mean, there's a lot of injuries in the NFL. My God. Yeah, but I feel like nobody's more plagued than San Francisco. And it seems like no. every year I talk, I always say I feel like the Niners are a team that can win the Super Bowl this year. And they, it's injuries. I, I agree. I, they could have, and the way they looked against the Rams and and Carolina, oh yeah, they they. But this last week, they couldn't. Like I said, the offense couldn't get on the field. And when I they guess, did, 
I guess the good thing for San Francisco is the fact that a lot of these injuries aren't season ending. I mean, you got Eric Armstead, who should be coming back. I think they sit around the um, the bye week, which is yeah, that two weird. weeks. And they lost. Um, their, they lost Mitchell. How long's Mitchell out for? That's a good question. Uh, I think they said he's coming back around the bye week as well. I think they said that a lot of these guys are expected to come back um, the week after the bye week. Well, they're still um, tied for first. As long as they can they can flirt with being in first place until everybody's back. But yeah, that's, no, that, that's just it. You can't – you say, yeah, you want to – you got to get everybody back, but you can't count on that anymore because people get hurt. You got to look at, uh, I think right now, San Francisco and Los Angeles right now are just in a battle on who clicks on all cylinders first. Someone's going to catch between those two teams. I I think that division gets won at around 10 and 7, don't you think? Yeah. I think whoever can catch fire and, and get some momentum out of those two teams is going to be who wins that division. And Niners got an early win on them, and that's huge. That's a, a flip of two games. Yeah. So I... I mean, I don't – I mean, as, as cute as the Seahawks are right now, and they are. They, they really are. I'm blown away. They're the biggest surprise. I mean, probably second. I would say Giants my biggest surprise. But Seahawks, I thought, were going to be horrible. I thought they were going to struggle to get three wins all year. And they've kind got says something here. about Pete Carroll. Yeah, and the revitalization of, uh, of Geno Smith. Yeah. Well, but, you know, he, I, in my opinion, he was always a good quarterback. He was just in a crappy situation. I mean, who did he play for? The Jets? Yeah. Jets yeah, I mean, Rex, come on. Rex Ryan. I mean, that that's where quarterbacks went to die. You know, I mean, it's it's uh he's he's with a, a better system. It's, he couldn't be happier. He looks so much more confident. No, he does he looks amazing right now. Like I said, I would take them, them and the Atlanta Falcons right now over Tampa Bay and Green Bay. And who would have thought that? Like when you look at Green Bay right now, they've got issues. They have big issues. They're off. They cannot find offense right now. When they only score ten points against the New York Football Jets, that yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is uh, not getting time to be creative. He's not getting time to be Aaron. Yeah, the offensive line's bad. His receiver he doesn't have receivers right now. There's a lot of issues out there, and a part of that, Aaron's got to look at himself and say, "This is on me." I demanded that heavy paycheck. I demanded to get yeah. paid. And by doing so, he lost all his receivers. He lost Devontae Adams, a big guy. And now they're going to have to deal with Randall Cobb, a guy who is one of Aaron Rodgers' close personal friends and one of his favorite targets. He's going to be sidelined for a couple of weeks. So I think it's just going to start getting worse. You saw the report come out today that they're going to start looking at um, they're going to start looking at receivers through the trade deadline to help Aaron Rodgers out. But I think it's starting to become a bigger issue than just receivers. That offensive line is not protecting him, too. There's, It's going to be rough for Green Bay. They're down right now because Minnesota's winning that division at 5-1, and one, and Green Bay's already lost to Minnesota in a game. So they're technically – I mean, they're two games out of first place right now. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I have no faith in the, in the Giants right now. Do you, or the Packers, do you? No, not at all. No. And no. I, I mean, Minnesota lets me down every time I feel like they're going to do something. I'm like, okay, Minnesota should win, and yeah. so then they lose it. So yeah. I, I don't know who Minnesota is yet either. That well, maybe they're right starting now. to find out who they are. Maybe yeah, they're starting. Like, you like that? Yeah, I, I, he might be saying that here if they win another game. Could say it at the camera. <laughs> that was the stupidest. The most uncomfortable thing i've ever seen anybody say <laughs> Wait, what was it oh god he walked by the camera he's walking down the hall after the game and there happened to be a a camera on us in a side room that was looking out and he looks at them as he's walking by and yells you like that you like that a couple times and he keeps walking it was just weird <laughs> he didn't say how'd you like that or did you like that? You like that? You it's like it just didn't make sense. So maybe it's something he came from his past or some weird thing that his high school football team did, but it made no sense that day. Just been kind of a joke that's followed him. My God, it's funny. It was funny. So, 
right now, uh, last week we talked about the Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott thing, and, and I kind of joked along saying it's hard to look at a guy like right now, Cooper Rush was playing so well, and say so you bench him because he was winning games. He was doing good things. Obviously, he had a horrible week this week, and it probably looks a little bit easier to put in a guy like Dak Prescott. But I'm going to move this conversation to something that I think is a little bit more of a real conversation. The New England Patriots are now 3-3, three and three, and Bailey Zappi is 2-0, and oh, and he's playing really good in doing so. Yeah. Both quarterbacks are on rookie contracts. Mac Jones is on a rookie contract. Bailey Zappi is on a rookie contract. Mac Jones is going to come back soon. Do you put Bailey Zappi on the bench playing as good as he has so far? He played really good. I mean, you look at the games he's played. I mean, in fairness, I do want to talk about the fact that he's beat the Lions and the Browns. It's not like he's beat his What were his stats in the last game? Last game against the Cleveland Browns. Bailey Zappi was 24-34, 309 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. Any interceptions? No. Uh, I would say that that's not a yard total that uh, that uh, I can't even think of his name. Uh, who's the other quarterback? Mac Jones. Uh, I don't. Has he thrown for three hundred yards very often? No, but I mean, I'm going to be a little fair here to Mac Jones. Mac Jones' schedule has been the Miami Dolphins, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Baltimore Ravens. That schedule is a little bit more fierce than the Detroit Lions and the Cleveland Browns. And sort of the Bailey Zappi played a little bit against the Green Bay Packers, but we're finding now that the Green Bay Packers aren't what we thought they might be. They aren't who they thought that we are. (laughs) Six weeks in, I mean, I I still have a hard time kicking him and Tom Brady while they're down because I just they're great for a reason. Like I look at it, I mean, I'm going to start looking at Green Bay and Tampa Bay a little differently when I make the picks, and I. Because uh, for some reason, they're just not looking great right now. But who's to say? I mean, they can turn this around. We've seen them do it in the past. Tom Brady, I'm a little less confident in. The fact that he's 45 years old now, got a lot of side distractions going on. They're losing to teams that you just don't see Tom lose to. Tom's not playing good right now. And he's 45, for God's sake. You know, maybe it's finally showing. Maybe it's finally happening. Well, you do know Father Time is yet to lose. I mean, Tom Brady had a big lead on him, but I think Father Father Time's yeah. catching up a little bit. I, I I think that he needs to go. He needs to stop. He's still eight touchdowns and one interception on the year. I mean, that's that's, it's that's those are great, but but how many has Mahomes thrown? How many has Josh Allen thrown? Touchdowns. <laughs> you know, pull, pulling that up right. Well, now. it's like you know, 18 and 17 or something like that. Seven, 17 touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes to go with four interceptions. Yeah, and Josh Allen must have about the same. Joshua Allen is 17 touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah. So, I mean, 17 and four, eight and one. I'll take the 17 and four. <laughs> yeah, and the records too. I mean, Tom Brady's yeah. three and three and losing to teams like Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, ugh. yeah, it's, it's an interesting year. I really think we're seeing the changing of the guard. There's no doubt about it. We're seeing yeah, I think it. so. But fi- finally, these teams that finished last place, they get the high draft picks. It's starting to prove out for them. <laughs> yeah. Starting to happen. And, and nobody more so than the New York Giants. I mean, I've briefly talked about them. How, what do you like? Five and one. I know. Be- between them and the New York Jets, what? They're five and one. Jets are four and two. So they're combined, what, nine and three? Jets are four and two. Jets are four and two. The yeah. New York Jets. And they beat the Green Bay Packers. I think what's more surprising is the fact that they beat the Giants came in and beat Baltimore, who I think people are looking at on the roster wise and saying, yeah, they're a real team. And you would say the Packers in Green Bay is a hard win. And the Jets came down there and won that. Like, now they're beating quality opponents. Are you are you starting to believe in the New York Giants? Because they're starting – I mean, what do you I think? Am, four, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they play the Eagles. Um, four, and they'll have to play them twice. Right. Um, they They have played Dallas or haven't? 
They have not. Oh, okay. they have on Monday night. They have on Monday night football. They lost. That was their one loss. They beat Tennessee. That's a qual. That's kind of a quality win. Carolina, no. Oh, they did beat Dallas. They lost to Dallas. Okay, all right. That's their loss. Yeah. Beat Chicago. Beat Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Close game, and Green Bay isn't very good. Beat Baltimore. To me, that's their only quality win, in my opinion. I would say beating Green Bay still is a quality win. I mean, yeah, the Green Bay looks like they're a little sluggish right now, but I, I still feel like they're well, going to find it. No, I lied. I, I think winning at Tennessee is a good win. Yeah. I mean, Chicago and Carolina don't do much for me. I, I'll agree with you on that. But what the Giants have, when you look at their schedule upcoming, it's a really daunting Jacksonville team. Then Seattle, then Houston, and Detroit. Then they got Dallas. Then Washington Commanders. That schedule's got some easy win. I mean, if you can beat teams like Baltimore, you should be able to beat Lions and Texans. And even the Jaguars. I mean, those games should be pretty winnable. Going into Seattle might be kind of hard. I mean, I would. Boy, the end of the year is going to be hard for them. Jets, Cincinnati, Patriots, Eagles. Colts are coming on a little bit. I think that they're starting a little get more comfortable. But uh, Vikings, oh, they're they're your ends pretty pretty tough. Who are you looking at? I'm looking at the Giants. They play on Christmas. They play Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, Where do you see the Patriots? Huh? Where do you see the Patriots? They don't play us. Wait a second. Trust me, every year I I check to make sure they don't play us. I don't want to play the Giants anymore. Oh, no, that's – I'm sorry. That was a preseason game. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, they they – I don't know know why they have the preseason games on the end – of the regular season games on this thing. Yeah, that is weird. Um, so yeah, but but they their last four game, last three games are against Minnesota, Baltimore, uh, Indianapolis, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia twice in the last five weeks. You age yourself a little bit there. Seeing I the know. Colts talking I know. about Baltimore. Well, I'll still call them the Oakland Raiders for a long time. I don't. I just will. <laughs> you know, I just will. Or the St. Louis Rams. Did you see about that one? I I don't know if I don't even know if I ever called them the St. Louis Rams when they were in St. Louis. I think I still called them the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> Did you I see think. the the report that came out today about how much Kroenke is going to have to pay for the Rams? Stan Kroenke is going to be forced to pay five hundred and seventy one million dollars of the NFL settlement. For getting the Rams out of St. Louis. Won't he make that in one game? That's a hefty bill. And the thing that he probably makes that in in a couple games. (laughs) I mean, he's got a nice arena there. You know, you know he's not a poor, he's not a poor guy. That's a beautiful, that's a beautiful facility. Oh my God. But the report says that it's going to be $790 million that is going to cost the NFL for the settlement. The NFL is making him pay 571 of it and then splitting the uh, the payments to the other NFL teams, which the report also says that the NFL teams are surprised. The owners are surprised that they're going to have to put this bill because they didn't see it coming. Why should they have to pay the bill for this guy for pulling them out of St. Louis? I don't know. To me, Stan Kroenke should be the one who has to pay that bill. Like, why is the rest of the NFL sitting here and having to pay for something that he's benefiting off of? It, 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 it had to have been agreement they all made ahead of time. I mean, I don't. There must be something that the the owners all decided they were going to help each other out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the owners. Uh, I'm sure the owners are making a lot more money. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but it seems like they're probably making a lot more money with TV revenue. And everything in the Los Angeles market than they were in the St. Louis market. Uh, oh, I, so yeah, I, I would imagine. So I, I probably think in the long run they knew they were going to make more money. I'm sure they had some accountants somewhere saying it's okay. <laughs> There's a lot of talk right now with NFL owners, isn't there? I haven't heard this much talk from an NFL owners discussion in a while. I mean, you have the Stan Kroenke situation, then you got what's going on in Washington with Dan Snyder. Holy cow, boy, is that going to get nasty? And then right before we started this podcast, 
this might be one of my favorite stories. Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots and Jerry Jones are starting a beef. Jerry Jones told Robert or Jerry Jones told Robert Kraft, don't F with me. Kraft replied, excuse me. Jones said, don't mess with me. Hmm. What is going on? Well, I don't well, why what even brought it on? What why why did it even come up? I, I have not, I, that's I what I'm looking at right now. This this know. just came, I mean this is still hot off the press. I mean, this came right before I was about to start this video. Um I mean, let's talk about two grandpas here about to get in a fist fight. I, I'm here for it. Robert Kraft coming off his new marriage. Let's see. Before the voters voted, before owners voted 31 to 1 to approve compensation committee to open negotiations on a new deal for Commissioner Roger Goodell, Jones said to Kraft, don't F with me. Sources told ESPN Seth Wickersham. When Kraft responded in confusion, Jones reiterated his statement saying, don't mess with me. Kraft was one of the 31 owners to show support for the competition committee opening negotiations on a new contract for Goodell per Wickersham. Jones was the only owner to disapprove. Well, yeah, well, you know, Goodell and Kraft are good buddies. You know that, you know, right? Aren't they good buddies? Are you gonna st- are you gonna start trying to use some uh some Patriots bought their championships here? No, no, like no. That? I'm just saying, aren't they of all the owners in the NFL? Isn't like Kraft like one of his f- best friends? I didn't know of that. No, I thought. Oh, you're talking about him and Jerry Jones. Good hell, and Jerry, Jerry Jones, Jones are good buddies. No, Jerry Jones and Kraft. I'm. I've never I heard thought, of that. I thought I saw uh, Kraft sitting with, I don't know. I, I don't know where I got that from, but. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know where you got that from, too. He's been kind of mean to my team. He, he's hit us with some fines. Oh, and that's true. That's that we true. Did, I don't know. I don't know. Where, I, don't know where, I don't know what my thinking is on that. I don't know. Grant's phone died. Yeah, my phone died. Uh, I, was, I was wondering where he went. Nah. We'll put a cap on that week for the NFL. Um, Moving on, we're looking towards week seven. Anything on the schedule that excites you looking for it? I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I'm starting really to pull look. it up. It's not it's not that exciting, man. I'm not, I mean, Kansas City, man, San it's, it's going to be paper. It's going to be hard to pick the teams this week. This is this is one of those weeks that I don't know. <laughs> this one's not so I last week I thought was pretty obvious, but it didn't turn out that way. I mean, Saints, Cardinals, I don't know. Bengals, Falcons, Falcons are playing better. It's at the Bengals. I don't know. I'll probably pull for the Bengals. Cowboys and Lions, that's fairly easy. Titans, Colts, you would hope that Derrick Henry gets off. He's been playing pretty good. Commanders, Packers, I don't know. (laughs) These Thursday games are always weird. I think it's so hard for these guys to come on on that four days off and then come out and play. And the games are always sluggish, and you really don't know who's going to win I don't game. see how you can recover. I mean, they really can't prepare. They take Monday off, so they really only have like a – and especially if you're traveling, like the Saints are to the Cardinals, you know, there's one traveling. So there's only really one day where you even discuss it, you know. But probably when they have a Thursday game, they probably don't take Monday off. I don't know. Uh Panthers, Buccaneers, you would think the Bucs. Giants, Jaguars, Jaguars, they're week to week. You know, I don't know. They look like world beaters one week, and then the next week they score three points or something like that against the Giants. You know, it, it nothing makes sense. Ravens and Browns, you'd say Ravens, Broncos, Jets. Jeez, probably dude. Jets <laughs> right Tampa now. Bay. But it's at the Broncos. It's at mile high. There isn't uh, a, uh, an exhaustion issue with the hot mile high. I don't know. Raiders, Texans, you'd think the Raiders. Chargers, Seahawks, I don't know. <laughs> That's a toughie. 49ers, Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be a toughie. Yeah, that's a that's going to be a hard one, especially Kansas City's going to be coming back. They're pissed. They lost that last game. I three points. I mean, that surprised me that Kansas City is only favored by three points in that game. And you got uh, and Dolphin Steelers. You have uh, uh, Mitch uh, Mitch back, right? Yeah, Mitch Trubisky. I think that's the bet. Um, 
I like the fact that Kenny Pickett got drafted. I think that that's he's a good draft pick, but I think Mitch Trubisky is the guy they should roll out there this year. He well, looked good against Tampa Bay. What's that? He looked okay against Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh's yeah. getting seven in that game. And Patriots no, Miami, Miami's getting seven. Miami. You would think the Patriots Bears would be Patriots. You would think. Don't, don't even scare me like that. If we lose to the Bears, I will not be doing a podcast on Tuesday because I will have jumped off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't say that, you never know. How it is. Yeah. Who's start? Who's the starting quarterback for Carolina? Is it's no? He got hurt. Who's is a uh, Sam is back, P- right? I still think it's PJ Walker. What a weird situation they had uh, that one. We didn't we didn't talk about that. Uh, Robbie, is it is it worth talking about? Robbie he, Anderson, huh? Robbie Anderson. Did you see that? Do you see that one? No. <laughs> the receiver for the Carolina Panthers went over on the sideline and got into a screaming match with the receivers coach. For the Panthers, Panthers coach Steve Wilkes got uh, Robbie Anderson, ejected him from the game, then went and yelled at his receivers coach, only to have uh, Robbie Anderson's traded today. Robbie Anderson's been traded to the Cardinals. Um, Was this, was it, this was, uh, this was before, this was after the new coach, this was after the coach was fired? Yeah, this was this last Sunday. He got, they had to throw him out the game and then they end up trading him today. Carolina is just, it's going to be, it's going to be tank season for that number one pick this year for Carolina. They're going to blow that team up. Christian McCaffrey will get traded. Um, well, I'll probably get hurt first. <laughs> don't jinx him. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, I don't. I don't want him to get hurt. I, I. But he's he's been you know delicate. If they're smart, they rest him. Yeah. I mean, you, you trade him out to a team like Buffalo. I, I I've been an advocate of San Francisco. I think San Francisco would be good with him. I think if you can get a check down guy for. Jimmy Garoppolo, a real running back like that, yeah. who's a running back receiver. I think that's just – I think that's what he needs, where you can take out the running game from Debo. Um, I think a guy like Christopher McCaffrey would do really good over there in San Francisco. And the NFL is so different than the NBA. I mean, you can trade for him and probably trade it for, what, a second, third-round pick, something like that, maybe a little – Did, did you see the frustration finish. on Debo's face in that last game? He uh-huh. looked pissed. He looked just pissed. Like we talked about it for a second, but I mean, I hate, I hate the fact that they. I, you look at what the Niners have lost to this year, and between the Broncos, the Bears, and the Falcons, that's just, it's a horrible three losses on paper. I mean, Atlanta has been okay. Chicago and Denver are terrible teams. I agree. And, they should have never lost. Uh, that's that doesn't make sense. They should they should be five and one. And I'm not a 49er fan, but I just hope that. They these don't catch up to them. These losses uh, to these bad teams don't catch up because you know as much as I do that at the end of the season, one loss can be what takes you in or out of the playoffs. Especially if you're eight and eight or eight and ten, yeah. eight and nine, nine and eight, somewhere around there. It's you, you can't keep losing to these teams. You got to beat. Agreed. But man, so I mean, I'm looking at these games for this upcoming weekend. It's, I'm having a hard time getting. Getting up for any of them, really. No, I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's it's uh it's kind of a brutal schedule. I think that I, I well, you know, the 49ers Chiefs should be a good game if it was the 49ers were where they should be, but don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing here. There's nothing here. There's nothing here. You've got Get Pittsburgh about Pittsburgh Buffalo and Miami. What's that? Prime, Pittsburgh and Miami are on prime time. That is Sunday night football. Like, yeah. that's an okay game, but I mean Sunday night football. Yeah. Pittsburgh should not be on Sunday night football, in my opinion. They're not good enough. Well, they have a huge fan base. You know that. Yeah, but that shouldn't matter. If your team sucks, it shouldn't be on prime time football. No, I agree. Maybe on but, Thursday night. I know Thursday night. I think they still do it. With Thursday night, we'll rotate, make sure every single team gets a game on Thursday night football. I think that you can – especially because it's not fair to have to play on Thursday night football more than one time because, we, like we mentioned, the schedule does screw you when you're on a four-day off thing. So I think that it is fair, and it's good for the fan base to have a rotation of every team gets Thursday night football. But other than that, Sunday night and football uh, – Sunday night and Monday night, should be for your premier top best NFL teams. And that should not include the Miami Dolphins or the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> They're just not excited. And especially the Chicago Bears and Denver Broncos. I mean, what's it say we, that the Packers are only five, five and a half point favorites over the Commanders? Even if it's at Washington, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Man, if they lose this game, it's it's going to be free falling for Green Bay. They're going to be big trouble. Yep. Three in a row, three losses. Jacksonville in a row is favored Jesus. over the Giants. Really? That's amazing. It's in Jacksonville? It's in Jacksonville, but they're still favored by three points. See, nobody wants to give love. Everyone is expecting that glass slipper to fall off of the New York Giants. There's That's shocking. Denver's favored over the Jets. One point, though, just one point. Vegas is, is big and shiny for a reason, though, man. Yeah, oh, it is. You're right. All right. It, if you had to, if you had to trust one of them, Jets or Giants, like take one of them. Which one do you think is more real? Which one do you think is more likely to make a push to the playoffs? I really okay. I have I. I really like the Jets coach. He was a good coach on the 49ers. He was, he was a good coach. He was well-respected. Um, I'm not sold on Zach Wilson yet. I'm just not. I think Daniel Jones is a better game manager. I think he's better. They've got a better running back on the Giants. I would say the Giants. That division is just so stacked. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I just think that the path to that is hard. I mean, to get three teams in the playoffs is in that division is tough. I mean, because let's, but I mean, I think we can pretty much pencil in the fact Philadelphia and Dallas will both be in there. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, maybe we'll see. You'll see. I don't know. Will Dak Prescott get hurt again? I don't, you know, who the, knows? The, have a Cooper rush has played decent. Take he, out has. he didn't look very good against. <laughs> he did not look good. The bright lights of primetime were too much for him this week. Yeah, Phil, he played against a, a really good team. and yeah. How how real do you think Philadelphia is? I mean, we slightly talked about that. Do you think well, Philadelphia I, is it, good? I think that uh, Jalen Hurts, to me, he looks very comfortable. He's making good decisions. He's not making any bad decisions. His stats aren't that great. What's he have, like six touchdown passes or five or something like that? Not very many. I I talked about it. When you take the Bills and the Eagles, they just don't seem like they're the same same level of competition to me. You don't think so. I'm not ready to say the Eagles are that good of a team. I just they keep winning, they keep doing it, but it's not pretty. I mean, and their schedule hasn't been brutal either. It's been kind of cupcake when you look at the fact they played the Cowboys. Cowboys have a good defense. But then Arizona, Jacksonville, Washington, Minnesota, and Detroit. Minnesota seems like they're okay. They beat them on prime time. And then they beat Dallas. And, and their schedule doesn't get any harder either. They've got Pittsburgh, Houston, and Washington up to wow. come. And then it's Indianapolis, Green Bay, Tennessee, New York, Chicago, Dallas again, New Orleans, and then New York. I mean, that schedule is not extremely it's not a brutal schedule no i don't it's not. i mean philadelphia is probably going to end the season 14 and 3 13 and 4 and, and <laughs> maybe be an early out when they have to play a team like i don't know who i want to say tampa bay but i mean the way tampa uh, bay is playing right now do they get there well bucci must be in heaven <laughs> oh yeah he's gonna start getting really annoying here get ready <laughs> Oh yeah, he was annoying yesterday. Oh, God. Or most Sunday. He, he the first time he ever cussed me. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. But that picture of him was pretty damn funny. He looked like he didn't have any legs. He looked like he was just, a weeble. I just remember when he told me he was going to be an Eagle fan. I'm just like, why? Like, okay, um, I guess um, I, they're not that good. And then that year, of course, they play the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Of all the lucks. And then, of course, they beat them. And now they're good again. I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? Because Bucci, I always say, what did I do to deserve this? Because Bucci will not let you live it down. He, he's going to make sure you know his team is good. 
And it, uh, why did it have to be the Eagles? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it could be worse. It could be a Giants fan or even worse, a Buffalo. I mean, fan. I mean, this guy flies planes. We Dem boys versus Fly Eagles fly. Hmm. What annoying saying do I hate more? <laughs> wow. Who's that? Is that? That's Bucci. No, no, that was me. Oh, that was you. I'm perfect. sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I, there was something else that was. Yeah, yeah oh, you're, you're, go you're, fix your app. Okay, I don't know. There was something where his his spelling was awful. Oh yeah, no, I told him that too. I said, "Who taught you how to spell?" Okay. <laughs> like golly, <laughs> these people need to know who's flying their plane. God, that, that's why I specifically said I will not get on a plane with that guy. I've known some of the things he's told me. I, I kid you not, we've gotten. I mean, he, we were probably about 21, 22. We were pretty young. And we were drinking at my – I was living at my parents' house, so we had to be 21. And um, we, I was still living with my parents, and we were over there. And we both had been drinking quite a bit. And he was getting ready to drive. My mom's like, don't let him leave. Make sure he doesn't drive. And I went up to him. I said, hey, are you going to be okay? Or you probably shouldn't be driving. And he's like, no, it's okay. I'm not drunk. I, I use the bathroom. Like, it doesn't work like that, buddy. That is the guy who is flying your plane. So when you get into a plane and you strap in, just remember, there's a, there is a possibility that guy is flying your plane. Nice. Well, you also have to remember he was drunk when he said that. A lot of times you say things when you're drunk that you don't say when you're sober. But I was drunk and I knew that was some stupid shit. Okay, well, I was drunk. It's like, God. Oh my God! He, he's also very directionally challenged. I remember we were going one time to get Lord. to an autograph signing, and I knew it was in Natomas. And I gave him. I said, "It's the pizza guys in Natomas." And we were heading down to the place to get the signing, and he's telling me where to go. And we're going south on ninety nine, and I'm like, "South? I'm like this doesn't seem right." And I said, "Eric, towards Natomas," and he's like, "Yeah." I'm like Natomas is north. Why are we going south? So I pull over and I look at I look at his map. I don't know how he got the idea that we were supposed to go south. And that's what I thought. I'm like, and you're gonna be flying planes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ne- <laughs> I'm ne- I'm never getting on a plane with you. <laughs> love, love the guy, but I will never get on a plane with him. Well, luckily <laughs> they had they just put in the headings and the plane flies for them, thank God. Yeah. Otherwise, who knows where that plane yeah. would end up? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Re- representative of Philadelphia Nation, right there, baby. Ah. But I think we'll put a cap on this episode of the Everybody Loves Football podcast. Um, it was an exciting week this this week. I, I don't know what to expect this upcoming week. I mean, like I said, put weird games on the schedule. San Francisco, Kansas City is somewhat exciting to me, but I don't know. It, I mean, it could easily it's, be a lot. It's hard for me to not pull for San Francisco. It's I mean, last week I, I I voted for them. I mean, I voted for them all along, and I don't know. This might be the first time I don't pull for them. Um, I don't know who they're getting back. I don't know. They're going to have to start getting healthy. They're yeah. I mean, and stop these injuries because that's going to kill them. It's going to it's going to be what keeps them out of contention and you keep losing these games and you think, Oh, well, there's still in possibility to win that division, but the more you lose, it's going to cost you home field. Even if they do win that division, it's going to cost them a chance to host the NFC championship game or a chance to be in the division round and host the game. I don't know if they're not helping themselves by all these injuries. And it just, isn't going to get easier for them. If they no. keep losing to teams like Atlanta and Chicago and Denver. Agreed. Alrighty. Well, that's okay, it. I've, had, I've had a pee really bad for the last hour, so I'm going to go <laughs> pull to the bathroom. My name is Greg. That is Matt. And that is Grant. Thanks for well, listening you to just, this you, you need to do just like me and just have a tube on all the time, and I just go while we're talking. Yeah, it's true. He does. <laughs> that's why I'm not in here much. Hello. Because he does that. Did you go away? Yeah. That was okay. a long I, I thought you were frozen. That was crazy. <laughs> that, that's that's why i'm behind him yeah yeah you only you only think that's a babbling brook outside no
That's nah, me. He's, uh... anyway. With that, that note, <laughs> on that note, right, you you always have to end the podcast with the train going off the tracks. Always. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My modus operandi, man. I, I feel like I always end it going like with that confusing, <laughs> puzzled look for some reason. Is that what he said? There's something yeah. else I could say too, but I'm not going to. Yeah, let's end it now. Go, okay. Patriots. All right, bye. <laughs>